Good morning and welcome to Tuesday morning, January the 26th in 2021 on Winter Eyes. We're currently in year B, the fourth Sunday after Epiphany. And on Tuesdays, we like to take a look at the Psalm for the week from the Revised Common Lectionary. And the Psalm for this week is Psalm 111. 111. So I'm going to read that passage, provide a couple points for reflection, then we'll spend our time praying along its theme. So thanks for making this part of your morning on Winter Rise. Let's allow our souls to rise and be God together in a time of prayer. Psalm 111. Praise the Lord. I'll give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart in the assembly of the, the godly in the congregation. The Lord's deeds are great, eagerly wait, awaited by all those who desire them. His work is majestic and glorious, and His faithfulness endures forever. He does amazing things that will be remembered. The Lord is merciful and compassionate. He gives food to His faithful followers. He always remembers His covenant. He announced that He would do mighty deeds for His people, giving them a land that belonged to other nations. He acts as characterized, His acts are characterized by faithfulness and justice. All His precepts are reliable. They are forever firm and should be faithfully and properly carried out. He delivered his people. He ordained that his covenant would be observed forever. His name is holy and awesome. To obey the Lord is the fundamental principle for wise living. All who carry out his precepts acquire good moral insight. He will receive praise forever. This is a word of God for us. Psalm 111 is what they call an alphabetical or an acrostic psalm because back in the original language, in the Hebrew text, each half line of Psalm 111 is uh, ascending, in ascending order is the alphabet in the Hebrew language. And so if you've ever done an acrostic assignment before, like maybe you took your full name and you had to like put up a word that kind of describes you or you had to do that for... Uh, your spouse, or maybe there was, I don't know, like in first, second, third grade in elementary school, you had to give uh, encouragement or compliments to somebody by using their name. And so this is what this psalm is all about. You can kind of get the feel of that as you read it. Uh, a lot of the high parts of who God is in the Israelite story is included within it. And it doesn't seem to have a, a rhythmic flow to it, but more just a simple, you know, statements about who God is. So this is a song of praise. It begins with praise the Lord and it ends uh, with a call to God's praise as that he'd be praised forever. But you notice like a, a lot of the things that gives a claim to God in this uh, in this psalm. For his deeds are great, verse 2 says. His work is majestic and glorious. Number uh, Verse 4, he does amazing things that will be remembered. And then it gets to more specific things, how um, he talked about uh, giving the land to the Israelites, a land that belonged to other nations in verse 6. His acts are characterized by faithfulness and justice, that all of his precepts are reliable. Verse 9 goes back to the story again. He delivered his people. He ordained that his covenant would be observed forever. And uh, they believe that this psalm may have been constructed after the exile, after the return from Babylon, because of this final line that says, to obey the Lord is fundamental principle for wise living, or uh, the beginning of wisdom is obeying God. And so there's this era of time where wisdom literature flourished among the people of Israel, and that was after exile, after they had talked, after they had experienced 
this establishment of a nation of their nation being harassed by surrounding nations carried off into exile by empires and it's like this this downward trend as they returned back home they began to uh, excel in the ways of wisdom like okay after enduring all that hardship like how do we go on from here and so this is a neat psalm and it's closely related to some themes that we find in the next psalm in Psalm 112 and so what can we do I think this could lead us to a, a practice where we uh, could take uh, a word perhaps a word that we've been uh, holding dear to us like faith or a word like covenant or a word like gospel and then beginning to take the letters of each of that word and give attributes to God or meditate on God's goodness, right? Or even like to write a phrase about something that God has done in our life. And this is a good way to memorize things. Keep in mind that this Israelite community, even though they were well aware of their sacred text, it was an oral culture where not a lot of people just had Bibles and scrolls just laying around where they could pick up and read. A lot of times they would have to be uh, taught these acrostic type uh, passages in order for them to remember uh, the key features of their story and about who God was. And so this is a neat way to teach, particularly uh, young minds, to give them acrostics uh, in order to like hang upon them the great truths of our faith. And so perhaps we'll take some time today. Um, when you have a spare moment, just to write a word out, a word that you're holding for the year 2021, and then begin to think about your Christian faith and give um, you know, a word or a phrase to each of those letters. And so this is a good way to meditate and to pray. Uh, we don't just pray with our eyes closed and our hands folded, going down a list, but we can also pray uh, by sketching, we can pray by coloring. It's something that uh, my wife Ginger has taught a few different times. Uh, engaging the brain as we engage the heart in prayer. So perhaps we'll do that as we get some time today spending our time with God. So let's, on, with that in mind, let's uh, spend some time praying together this morning. God, I thank you that your story has endured throughout all generations, that you allow just new crops of people, new generations of people to rise up to know the truth and that truth sets them free. And so God, we thank you that um, as we reflect on scripture, we see this long winding story, how uh, you created the heavens and the earth and you set your people within it. And even though creation has struggled with you and at times turned away from you, we thank you that you've never given up on your salvation project. We thank you that our word tells us this morning that you give food to your faithful followers and you remember your covenant with us, that you do mighty deeds for your people, uh, that you're majestic and glorious and faithful, and your faithfulness endures forever. God, I thank you that you have loyal love, and you've shown that loyalty to your people again and again. And so, God, I just pray for a space and time today that as we think about what you've done for us and who you've been to us, uh, that our hearts would be encouraged, that our minds would be stoked, that an enthusiasm would be inflamed within the body of Christ. And I pray that we'd be eager to embrace your story and to share your story. And so God, uh, may we get gaps of time today where we meditate on your goodness and may our hearts swell because of it. So God, show your faithfulness once more. I pray that you allow your church to rise up and to be the hands and feet of Christ, that we would love you and love our neighbors. And God, that we would see a great uh, flourishing of the church in our day and time. So God, we love you. We love to love you. And so may uh, your love wash over us and fill our hearts. And I pray that it'll lead us to good deeds in the world around us. I ask in Jesus' name. Amen.